Welcome back. This is the Only in Miami show, and I'm your host, Grant Stern. You can find me on Twitter at Grant Stern and everything about the show at www.onlyinmiami.co. iTunes, podcast, SoundCloud, and a whole lot more. Check it out at onlyinmiami.co. And we are live in studio with Juan Cuba. He is the executive director of the Miami-Dade Democratic Party, and we are here to discuss campaign finance reform. Glad to be here, Grant. Thank you so much for coming into the studio. Absolutely. This is such an important issue, um, and I, th- I just want to thank you for giving us the time to talk about it. Well, we had Danielle Levine-Cava on the program. Daniela is a Miami-Dade County Commissioner who just pushed form, uh, p- pushed through Miami-Dade's first ethics reform in probably 10, 15 years. And that's great. That's, that's a, a huge step forward. It's about transparency um, in the current uh, financing system of campaigns at the local level. It impacts not just county commission, but every municipal uh, city election. And this is about transparency and the way candidates are raising money into PACs. So this is not just a reform for our county commissioners, but actually a county law that affects all of our elected officials in Miami-Dade County. What Daniela Vincava uh, was able to push through the county commission begrudgingly with the other commissioners. Oh, yeah, they uh, were so excited about it. They, <laughs> they all rushed to attend the meetings to learn more about it, actually. Yeah, well, uh, you know, one would hope. But, uh, but you know, at the end of the day, we did pass, uh, the Levine Cava did pass that ordinance. Uh, it does uh, come into effect and applies to not just county commission, but all municipal uh, candidates. And it basically requires them to fill out a form if they're soliciting money into PACs. Uh, and just say that they have a relationship with that pack. So candidates can no longer say, oh, well, you know, I don't have anything to do with that pack. Or, uh, you know, that's not me. You know, they, they have to the, it wasn't establish. The defense doesn't work anymore. In fact, that's not illegal, to, right? <laughs> well, now now it's it's, it's not going to work anymore. And this, this isn't, uh, you know, brand new. This is something that the state has been following for a little while now. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad she got, she fought really hard to get that done. And, and we were a part of that too, Engage Miami, a group that I'm a, also a part of. We really focused on, um, you know, talking to county commissioners, uh, getting young people involved in the process. And it's been great. And I also want to give a shout out to another guest that we had uh, about that issue. And his name is Peter Gonzalez. Yep. And he's with uh, represent.us. Yep. And I, I definitely suggest to our audience to check out represent.us because... They were another group. They actually had a, a protest on April 15th. That's right. And they're doing great stuff around the country. Represent Us is, uh, you know, they their mission is to, to do these kind of good government efforts at every city across the country uh, because it's necessary. Look, a lot of regular people feel like their voice isn't heard in local government anymore or any government, right, from the, from the national, state, and local level. Uh, people feel disempowered and disenfranchised and like their their voice uh, isn't loud enough compared to all the money that's pouring into these campaigns. Well, ever since Citizens United, the landmark Supreme Court decision opened up the floodgates, it seems like pretty much any issue has one single backer that is is pouring money into it. And like, Grant, even before Citizens United, like that's the way we've been heading for decades now. And it's about you know, really wealthy, um, special interests, people that are seeking to influence government, putting a lot of money into these campaigns uh, with the expectation that they will then have access, will then have special, um, uh, you know, uh, access to these elected officials and they'll get whatever they want to get done. 
uh, and that needs to change. That's why we're so. That's why we're doing this effort. Um, we're doing a citizens-led petition uh, to put a new a referendum on the ballot this November that will impact county commission, county mayor races, and get big money out of our elections. Okay, so is there a name for the initiative? Yes, it's called Accountable Miami-Dade. Okay, Accountable Miami-Dade. And is there a website that people can go and sign up to your mailing list? Absolutely, AccountableMiamiDade.org. That's A-C-C-O-U-N-T-A-B-L-E, MiamiDade.com, right? Oh, .com? That's right, sorry. AccountableMiamiDade.com. <laughs> I just I pulled the website up here just in case. I'm, <laughs> I'm a geek like that. I like to do my homework. Great. And uh, <laughs> um, you can go there and you can sign up to get involved. So um, we're here speaking with Juan Cuba, the Miami-Dade County uh, Executive Director of the Democratic Party. Yeah. So Juan, uh, tell our audience what inspired this like particular effort? What is the particular loophole that you are trying to close with AccountableMiamiDade.com? Look, Grant, I've been involved in local politics for several years now. And one of the most frustrating things is watching these campaigns largely be financed by developers, by county contractors, by special interests, uh, by lobbyists and people that are seeking to influence, um, you know, uh, our elected officials. And that, that, that's crazy. And not just that, but when well, I... it's like all of their donors seem to be people that have business because that's that's largely. the only impetus for dona- donation. Largely. And I mean, those thing, are the people that are motivated because they, they are involved. Yeah, look, it's... Everybody a, for, else for is them, disengaged because they don't have the money to put in. For the special interest, it's more of a business model. And uh, what the other most frustrating part of this grant is that you find these community leaders, um, and, I, and I talk to them all the time, and I asked them, you know, would you ever be willing to run for office? And usually the answer is, well, I would, but I can't raise the amount of money it takes to run a competitive seat. I, I'm not independently wealthy, or I don't know the special interests, or I don't want to take their money. So we have to find a better way, a different way, for more community-oriented leaders to be able to run for office. When you create such a high barrier uh, to be able to serve on that dais, uh, it is uh, undemocratic, and you know we need to create, uh, we need to strengthen public financing of elections, and that this is one part of what this effort does, is it strengthens the current public financing and makes it actually competitive. Uh, we it's, um, it's modeled after uh, different efforts and uh, that's going on all over the country. Uh, uh, for example, New York City, they have a six to one match of low dollar contributions. Any contribution, hundred dollars or less, gets matched six to one. So if you give me you know, twenty dollars, then the it's matched by what is six it? to one. Yeah, so that's worth one hundred and forty. Yeah, well, exactly. So um, and that that all of a sudden that twenty dollars goes a lot further, and all of a sudden regular people have uh, their voices are amplified, and you know we're gonna be able to. It's not gonna push all the. It's not gonna fix everything, but you know what it's gonna do? It's gonna level the playing field for more candidates to be able to run for office and not be beholden to the special interests. Or to any one individual. Or any, yeah, exactly. I mean, when you think about it, what you're proposing would be like crowdfunding, but giving it steroids for people who do it with small donation, which I think would give a lot more people the knowledge that their money will make a difference. Yeah. And, and look, and there's other parts to this too. Uh, at the beginning, I mentioned that a lot of these campaigns are currently largely funded by special interests, lobbyists, and developers. Uh, we have a in, in the language, a prohibition. If you have a county contract with the county or seeking one over a quarter million dollars, uh, 
you cannot give money to these commission races anymore, nor can your board of directors, nor can the lobbyists that are registered uh, to lobby for you. All of those donations are now prohibited uh, from county from county commission mayor races. As that's they a big be. deal. I mean, well, that that says okay, no more middlemen. The because the, these people have taken over our politics. We have two and a half million residents here, and a very small handful of elected officials. Absolutely. Even with all of the mayors and all of the city councils mm-hmm. and all of the county councils, um, I would say we have maybe what like a couple hundred, three hundred elected officials for two and a half million people. Yeah, and so so it's a small group. And absolutely. Look, and 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 by doing that, it, it makes so much sense. Why would you allow the people that are seeking to influence government be the major contributors for those elected officials? It just doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, it, it guarantees that they will have to give access and pay closer attention to those people who are funding their campaign. Right. So, so one, public financing, as we strengthen that. Two, we prohibit contributions from people that are seeking to influence our commissioners. And number three, we lower the maximum contribution limit. Right now, the maximum uh, contribution I can give a county commissioner is $1,000. That's pretty high. We're lowering that to $250 to make it at least more balanced with what regular people can contribute, which is usually about 20 or $50. So um, with those three uh, uh, you know, changes, I think we're going to have a lot better uh, candidates, a lot better uh, elected officials up there. And I hope it's something that is replicated, not just Miami-Dade County, because this only applies to county commission and mayor races, but I hope the city of Miami replicates this. I hope Miami Beach replicates the public financing effort. I hope it goes to other counties, Broward, Hillsborough. And ultimately, I want to see this in the state level, and and we have to keep pushing. So we have a goal. We need to collect 80,000 petitions. Well, at least that's our goal, 80,000 petitions in 90 days. Um, And these petitions, um, if we collect them, we will then place uh, this effort on the November ballot. Okay, so 80,000 petitions. How long do you have to collect all of those? We have until about mid-August to collect them. Okay, so it's about 90 days, right? <laughs> it's just about. We, we're a little under 90 days now, but, um, you know, technically we only need 50,000 and change, but our goal is to, to shoot over that just in case, you know, any of these petitions aren't don't qualify. Okay, well, I can guarantee our listeners that you are going to be hearing more about where you can sign the petition to bring a countywide campaign finance reform effort on to the November ballot. Absolutely. And look, we're going to be at, uh, we're, we're going to have a big event at Critical Mass coming up uh, this Friday. We're going to have a bunch of petition gatherers. Critical uh, Mass is the bicycling event that's at Government Center the last Friday of every month. It's coming up this Friday. A- and what time does it start? 7 o'clock? At 7 o'clock. 7 we'll be PM. there starting at 6. Um, so if you want to uh, sign the petition, you can go there. The petitions uh, need to be uh, notarized. So it's, they make it very difficult to put a citizen petition on the ballot. And um, so, it, unfortunately, you can't just go online and sign something. But, uh, you know, if you're really interested, go to AccountableMiamiDade.com and we will get your petition signed. This is the Only in Miami show.
body's on point and a walk is me. The crowd parts like the sea. They can look, but a touch they can only dream. He loves a challenge, so he licks his lips. He's inspired by her arrogance. His first words make her body tense. She can't leave.